Over 200,000 of the homeless people in the United States of America are women and girls. The most needed and understocked item in homeless shelters, feminine hygiene products. Joy Road Media is proud to tell you about the Clean Love Project. The Clean Love Project's mission is to help women and young girls feel clean, loved, and empowered by distributing clean love kits to alleviate their hygiene needs. Go to thecleanloveproject.org to find out how you can help. The Clean Love Project focuses on the Metro Detroit area, but it also distributes kits worldwide. If you are a female in need of a clean love kit, go to thecleanloveproject.org and request one today. Joy Road Media is a proud supporter of The Clean Love Project at thecleanloveproject.org. Truth. 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 Truth is an acronym for true revelations uncovered through heroism. Heroism. We don't know if it's true or false. Hello, this is Thomas Luge, and we are back with another episode of the Truth Cast that is True Revelations Uncovered Through Heroism Cast. And I am here, as always, with my partner mr little dicky ricketts i like it when you say partner this is a mailbag episode where we're gonna answer questions from our listeners so it's just the two of us in the conference room at the hazel park library which is why i took out the fluorescent lights and have all these candles all over the place i think it sets a nice uh ambiance it makes it a very uh intimate feeling in this room right now and can you smell that? Is that uh, rhubarb? It is. I knew you liked it on account of you grow it at your farm. It, it One of the most underrated crops, in my opinion. Well, they say it's an aphrodisiac, too. Exactly. It can also be used as a sex toy. Oh, how's that? Because it is a rod. Oh. So we've been getting some questions here at the Truthcast. We've been getting an overwhelming uh, response to our podcast. It has been uh, endearing to to us and very uh, encouraging to keep going with, with the show. I think it's pretty cool that there's truth seekers around the world. Exactly. It, it's very encouraging that the world is finally waking up to the truth exactly and if you have any questions you can always reach out to us at our emails mine is littledickr at gmail.com and mine is trueheroes053 at gmail.com I think I'm gonna put on some light music in the background to maybe set the mood I think that would be a good idea Dickie Oh, I, I like the way the candlelight catches your eyes, Thomas. Thank you, Dickie. Is this Kenny G? You know, it's smooth jazz. And you know what our friend Bart Dangus says about jazz? It's so mellow because it happens after a jacket. I don't know how the joke goes. I'm sure it's funny. It's also about the, the notes that you don't play. Oh, you mind if I go first and read the first listener question? Be my guest, Dickie. Oh, great. The first one's from my nemesis. Oh, Mr. Terry O'Reilly. All right. Well, Terry wants to know what I'd be doing if I wasn't dabbling in alternative research, what my dream job would be outside of the realm of truth, and also how you balance your academic and journalistic career with your romantic relationships. Hmm. Do you want to take your part of the question first while I seize an anger that so 
somehow Terry O'Reilly is tapped into my mailbox just like he tapped into my mother. Of course, I can go first, Dickie. The way I balance my academic and journalistic career with my romantic relationships, uh, I think it would be a little bit more appropriate to speak about it in my youth. As we all know now, I am asexual, so it is very easy to balance the two. If you weren't, you'd be asexual dynamo, I imagine. I once was, Dickie. Oh! I was very fluid. It was more about personalities than it was physical features. I wouldn't go as far to say as I was bisexual as I was just sexual. Did you have a type? My types varied depending on what the mainstream viewed as gender. Uh, when it came to women, I very much so enjoyed very voluptuous women with a very thin waist, but uh, thick features around that. When it came to men, I was very much into what they call bears in the gay community. Blush. <laughs> so let's see, my part of the question is if I wasn't, I, I think this is condescending, if I wasn't dabbling in alternative research. You are a full-on member of the alternative research community. You are a critical thinker, and I believe you should be shown that respect. I think Terry finds a way to poke at me. If I wasn't doing this, I'd probably be waiting by the phone to be the 97th caller for the Truth Hound trying to win tickets to go to the, the dog park, which is what the Truth Hound calls his meet and greets. He's a very uh, dynamic speaker on the radio. I listen religiously. I don't want you to think I'd ever be dividing my loyalties. We did have him on one of our live shows at Sellerman's the third Thursday of every month. Kind of nice how I find a way to work that into every episode of the podcast. It's almost like I want an audience there more so than what we currently have. It's very professional the way you slide that in too. I think so. I listen to a lot of Truth Hound and I, I know how to front sell. Coming up after this question, another question. See, I could work in radio if I wanted. You're a natural I think so. So I, I suppose my dream job would be uh, to be the producer of the Truth Hound show. We all have dreams, no matter how silly they may be. I mean, I am currently living my dream job as your student. Exactly, and don't you forget that. The next question coming to us from Mr. Bill uh, Rosenberg from Hartford, Connecticut. Uh, he asks, What was the thing that sent the both of you down the rabbit hole searching for the truth? And also, when did you both realize the system was all fucked up? Well, I don't necessarily like that coarse language. It is a little bit harsh. But I also don't want to tell anyone that they can't speak their truths. We are not here to censor. I started down the rabbit hole searching for truth when I met you. I was being told very strongly that I was no longer allowed in the 12 Mile and John R. Starbucks, raising all sorts of a ruckus, caterwauling, if you will. I believe what triggered the event was that you put your quarter in to use the restroom and the door did not unlock and the attendants in the store did not believe you. You know, they kept pointing out that it wasn't one of them uh, coin-operated doors and they said that I was just damaging their property isn't the good stuff. Uh, they say that they had the best stuff, and I was like, yeah, 
at most you have third best because there's Seattle's best and I believe Starbucks is a Seattle company and I, I think you were impressed by me knowing the truth and that was when you kind of took me under your tutelage. I saw your potential that day. These so-called coffee experts had no reaction to the facts and the truth that you were laying down for them that day. Yeah, that's what you said. How, how did you get involved with this pursuit of truth? I became involved with my pursuit of truth the very first time that I was invited to the Bohemian Grove. We just Is that the song by Queen? No, that is Bohemian Rhapsody. That is a song performed by the late Freddie Mercury. Why wasn't he on time? He would set his alarm clock 15 minutes back instead of ahead because he was confused. Oh! The Bohemian Grove is a secret uh, location in California. Where at? I cannot tell you it is a secret. My life and your life also, Dickie, would be in jeopardy if I revealed the location of the Bohemian Grove. Is it near Rancho Cucamonga? It may or may not be close. I pretty much just wanted to say Rancho Cucamonga. I was at one of these uh, sacrificial uh, ceremonies that they often perform at the Bohemian Grove whenever inducting a new member to the Illuminati. Because as we all know, Anyone to join the Illuminati has to make a sacrifice, a blood sacrifice, of someone that is very close to them in their life to prove their loyalty to the group. And, uh, well, we just witnessed one of these sacrifices. And afterwards, I went over to the craft services table, and they were all out of cheddar cheese for the sandwiches, and I could not have that. And I knew from that moment that, uh, the Illuminati was not what we believed them to be. Were you sacrificed? Are you a ghost currently? I am not. A ghost. We shall never speak of ghosts on this podcast. Well, um, can I just gently rub your cheek with the back of my hand to make sure that you are ethereal? If this gets us off the topic of ghosts, sure. You're looking at me with a little bit of scorn in your eye and I don't like it. I do not like ghosts, Sticky. You know this. I thought you just didn't like the Patrick Swayze movie. It is all ideas of ghosts. I do not feel comfortable speaking about them. What about the movie Ghost Dad? That is the worst of all ghost ideas. Because Bill Cosby? Because the idea of your paternal father being disappointed in you is enough, but now your paternal father is also a ghost, and he can walk through a wall at any moment and catch you in your secret moments in your bedroom while you're all alone. You haven't blinked since the topic of the G word came up, and I think I'm going to change the subject. Thank you. So, the Illuminati was a no-go. Yes, they are not what they seem. They make themselves seem like they are all-powerful and can make any scenario occur, but yet they could not make sure there was enough cheddar cheese at the sandwich bar. So you ghosted on the meeting? I'm sorry, that one was an accident. You're trying my patience right now, Dickie. It was an honest mistake. Okay, let's just move on then. This one comes from Dougie in Australia. Some people say that Australia isn't a real place, but I believe it is, on account of the fact that Yahoo Sirius is one of my favorite actors. I don't believe in New Zealand, though. I think New Zealand is just little Australia. And instead of, like, really enjoying their vowels and saying them with an open mouth, in New Zealand they just kind of, like, tight tightly uh, I can't do it I believe New Zealand is just the Hawaii of Australia well I don't believe in Hawaii either so I guess it checks out it's a make-believe place double negative 
Right. It's sort of like uh, Middle Earth. I I think that's why they shot it in Australia. But then they said that they shot it in New Zealand as a way for Peter Jackson to kind of let everyone know that the moon landing and New Zealand are both pretend. Uh, So Dougie wants to know, how did we meet? Uh, We met at that Starbucks, like I said. And then afterwards, you started uh, taking me around and educating me. And you told me about your very impressive resume, your education. And I thought it was kind of neat that you told Yale University that you were like, "Uh uh-uh. And then you went off to study on your own. Maybe tell the listeners about that. Yes, yes. Uh, I spent many years at Yale University working towards a degree in finance because my family comes from a very wealthy background. My, As everyone knows at this point, my great-grandfather was the inventor of the Flintstone, which is what is used inside of cigarette lighters to light the flame. We have patented that piece, and that is what my family has created their fortune upon. So I was destined to live, uh, to follow the path of the financiers before me. But once I got to Yale, I realized that Yale, much like most of the Ivy League schools, were just a breeding ground for the intelligence agencies of the United States of America. And uh, that was not a life that I wanted to lead. So I immediately dropped out of Yale uh, with only four more credits left to complete my uh, MBA and went to Tibet where I studied with the Dalai Lama. Did you meet Richard Gere when you were there? Uh, Richard Gere, I will say this about Richard Gere, do not sleep in a confined area with Richard Gere. That's a Truthcast exclusive. Yes, yes, yes. What about Keanu Reeves? Keanu Reeves? Keanu was a delight to study with. Uh, Keanu would often sneak in uh, 500 grand chocolate candy bars for us to eat while the monks were not looking. I'd like to get an action figure of the Dalai Lama and call it my Dolly Dolly. And it would come with an accessory that would be a little llama. So it'd be my Dolly Dolly Lama. Lama Lama. Your Dalai Lama Dalai Lama. Rambling Dong Day. I think now we're just saying words. Uh, these are an oil-based candle that I got at the Big Lots. They were safety recalled. The one over there near you is a citronella candle, so in case any skaters getting in here, they'll just say, uh-uh, and they'll leave this room just like you left Yale. I, I appreciate that, Dickie. I seem to be a magnet for mosquitoes. Well, I could see that. They look delicious. In a platonic way, of course. Of course. I do have a girlfriend. She lives in Canada. So what are your thoughts on some of the popular conspiracy folks around today? Dougie also asks. I know he is your nemesis, Dickie, but I continue to maintain that I believe Terry O'Reilly does brilliant work on chemtrails in particular. I believe that our alien neighbors are living above us in the sky and the government does not want us to know that they are there. And Terry's work, I believe, is, is very groundbreaking. Would you like to take the next question? What are you hoping to accomplish with your live meetings and your podcast? Well, for me, I just personally like it when you call me partner. I feel like seeking the truth isn't a destination, but it's a journey. And I like the fact that currently I feel like you're Chewbacca. Like I'm Chewbacca. No, like I'm Chewbacca. Because of course I would be Han Solo. Yeah. Because I'm a little furry like... Uh, Chewbacca, I'm gonna take my shirt off, if that's okay. Of course, be comfortable, Dickie. 
I have a Chewbacca costume that I like to wear sometimes. Basically, I just strip down and put a messenger bag on because Chewbacca was kind of nude. Uh, I can tell by the look in your eye, now is not the time. Maybe I'll wear that for a Halloween episode. I think that would be more appropriate. Okay. What are you hoping to accomplish? I am hoping to become the voice that the people need to be able to break free from the lies that they've been told their whole lives. Uh, I believe they need a, a competent leader to lead them to the truth, to understand how the elite class is manipulating them, and I believe I am the person to do that. You'd be kind of like our Martin Luther King Jr. Jr. Exactly. That is the best analogy that I have heard uh, in regard to that topic yet. And if the FBI tried to assassinate you, I'd take a bullet. That is why I have you here, Dickie. Next one's kind of a, a private email, but since we're doing a special mailbag episode, I'll read it. Richard, it's me, Atlantis. I write this letter from where we met, the Milk House of Upper Canada Village. I know it's been 18 months since we last saw each other, but I... Oh. Uh, maybe that part's a little bit too risque for the podcast. Uh, we, we can't leave our listeners hanging now, Dickie. You told me a Ricketts does everything three times as hard and twice as long. I think that's innuendo. I know you're not welcome back after you're running with the Royal Canadian Mounted Police. That is true. What run-in? I, I don't think you told me about this run-in. Well, it was less of a run-in and more of them asking me to leave a Tim Hortons. And then I went to another corner in Canada where there was another Tim Hortons. And they asked me to leave that one too. And then I went to a third Tim Hortons, which was directly across from the second Tim Hortons. And they asked me to leave that one as well. Uh, so I went to a fourth Tim Hortons, which was inside of the second Tim Hortons. And they asked me to leave that one as well. And I was just basically trying to spread the truth about about Project Goose which is about how they uh, put chemical additives in Canadian snow to make Canadian geese uh, superior in combat, which is why they uh, defecate all over vehicles in the northern United States. And then she ends with, uh, you're super hot, and I love your, well, I don't want to say that word, but she says mate pipe, and that's her word for my penis. Yours truly, Atlantis Morissette. P.S. I am totally, really real. Oh, that was kind of a love letter. I should have read that off air. I, I believe Atlantis would have uh, appreciated a little privacy with that message. I just miss her so much on account of the fact that I no longer have a passport. Yes, but you've built that tunnel adjacent to the Windsor-Detroit tunnel that goes underneath the river so that you can secretly get back to Canada. Yeah, but I was feeling claustrophobic in it so i put in a screen window and flooded the whole damn thing oh didn't think that one through no we have a question from tuscan jimba lake from reno nevada oh that's near area 51 it, it, it is it is very close to area 51 which is not a prime number it ruined my whole theory about the secret areas being numbered with prime numbers but a fella named joe awesome pointed out that 51 is not a prime number oh is my face red uh mr tuscan's question is if you were an appliance where would you see yourself in five years oh 
That's a good question. I think about this one a lot. I'd probably be like a soda stream machine and up on a shelf unwanted. I tend to maybe go through peers and loved ones every four and a half years, which is about twice the length that people are interested in their soda streams. I see you, Dickie, as a coffee bean grinder, and I would use you every morning. Oh. Oh. I'm sorry that I'm going to miss your answer to this question. I need to run to the restroom real quick. Oh, I got to take care of some. I'm sorry, Thomas. Tell the list. Oh, what kind of oh, appliance you, oh, you'd be. Oh. The appliance that I see myself as would be a smart Wi-Fi connected microwave. And in five years, I would be in the CIA lunchroom secretly spying on the intelligence community and leaking all of the information that I'm collecting to what is left of WikiLeaks after Julian Assange is locked up for life. I am back. Ah, never mind this diaper that I've made out of paper towels. I had uh, the water from the sink splashed on me, and I didn't want to wear my britches back in here, so I fashioned this. I think it looks very becoming. It scratches a little bit. It's very similar to a sumo wrestler. Oh, thank you. You mean I'm sturdy. Exactly. Whose turn is it to read a question? It is your turn to read uh, read a question. All right, I think we have time for two more. Oh, this question comes from Santiago right here in Michigan. He says, can you guys discuss the theory that Santa Claus doesn't exist? And do either of you bring theories into your romantic lives? Well, we already know you no longer have a romantic life. I do not. What do you think about people trying to spread the rumor that Santa Claus isn't real? I believe these people are performing one of the highest level misinformation campaigns known to man. It started off with the Germans where they attempted to turn Santa Claus into a demon who visited bad little boys and girls to punish them for their dirty deeds throughout the year. Uh, it is a gross misclassification of who Santa really is. The later the United States took the other turn to promote capitalism as the primary form of government by making him a generous old man, uh, flying through the sky delivering gifts to every young boy and girl across the globe. This also goes a little bit too far in the other direction, although he is a jolly nice old man, that is not completely accurate as well. Santa Claus really is just the, the 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 true form of Santa is the two old men from the Muppets movies where they are heckling terrible acts on the stage. They do that with young boys and girls that are not living their lives to their full potential in hopes to get them on the straight and narrow. Oh, okay. I watched a documentary called Rare Exports and in that Santa Claus was frozen in I believe the Netherlands and when it came out of the ice because the government was trying to excavate the burial place of Santa Claus he was awfully cranky and that kind of goes into your theory that he was one of them Muppet fellas like Rolf the dog or Gonzo I imagine you were referring to. 
Exactly. The the one Muppet that he would not be would be Fozzie the Bear because Santa would not be a comedian that is the lowest form of art, if you can call it that, on the planet Earth. I have a Fozzie Bear outfit I wear sometimes too. It's just a hat that's a little too small and a really fashionable tie. You want to take the last question? Sure, sure. We, we must address this before this rumor spirals out of control. Uh, the last question that we will take in this episode comes from uh, Mr. Eric Gardenheimer from Tucson, Arizona. He asks, how do we know you're both not compromised by the CIA? Why don't you take this one first, Thomas? I can absolutely prove that I am not compromised by the CIA. As proof by my story earlier about the Bohemian Grove, uh, they were not happy with me for calling them out for not having cheddar cheese for the sandwich station uh, in my birth right to the highest level of intelligence in this country that you can get because of the wealthy standing of my family was immediately revoked and I was shunned from the intelligence community. And for me, it's clear that I'm not compromised because how far-fetched would this scenario be? Let's say the CIA happened to know that you like to go to that Starbucks to get mocha frappuccino every Thursday. So maybe they invented a dim-witted character to raise a ruckus and start tapping into keywords that go along with your beliefs because they've had an affidavit on you ever since you were in Yale. And they knew that you thought about things like fluoride and this quote-unquote dim-witted character only drank out of garden hoses so he wouldn't be subjected to fluoride. Only so, he was just dumb enough to make you want to keep him around, but also make you put down your guard because you wouldn't be threatened by him. So, eventually he was just kind of making a list of all of your moves and actions and whatnot, and, uh, you know, kind of being an infiltrator into this Thomas Luge organization, trying to make sure that you are not a suppressive personality as maybe this person learned when they infiltrated the Church of Scientology. That would be far-fetched and ridiculous. I'm just a fella who lives in the area uh, that has a mama that's never been seen, but his being dated by a doctor fella named Terry O'Reilly, who, yeah, he does look suspiciously like a character actor that appears in some movies like Kill the Irishman with Ray Stevenson and Vincent D'Onofrio, but that's no reason to think they're the same person. That movie took place in Ohio, I believe, and we're in Michigan, so clearly I am not part of the CIA at all. That sounds like even a ridiculous scenario for the CIA. Yeah, it would be ridiculous to think that I'm a character. Completely absurd. Right. I'm just a fella who lights candles in a darkened library for his platonic relationship with his sensei, his yogi, his scoutmaster. Why are you looking at me like that, Thomas? I'm just completely entranced with your speech right now. Oh, I know. Nope, I have not been compromised by the CIA. It's a foolish question. I don't know why they even asked that. It is completely absurd to believe that we, as truth seekers, are anything but what we say we are. Exactly. There's no reason to think anyone's cover has been blown tonight. Exactly, because there is no cover to blow.
Exactly. Speaking of blowing things, I had to change my pants because I ejaculated, Thomas. I think I need to be totally honest with you. That's why I'm wearing this diaper. This seems to happen a lot, Dickie, and every time it happens, it sets your training back at least two weeks. Well, I've been putting that rubber band on it, like you said, but it just makes the ejaculate ejaculate further. I ripped a hole right through my britches this time. That is your life force, Dickie. It is essential in your remote viewing training. I licked it off the mayor, Thomas. I'm not going to let it go to waste. We should probably end on that note. I think that's a good place to end it. We have no more questions. Thank you for listening to the Truthcast. You can send questions, topic suggestions, or comments to Thomas at TrueHeroes053 at gmail.com or to Dickie at LittleDickR at gmail.com. Please rate, review, and subscribe.